This is the ninth edition of TNA Impact Wrestling Analysis. My name is Levi D. Smith and I am coming to you from the Knoxville, Tennessee area. So this week I'm going to try something different. I'm actually going to be reviewing Impact during the commercial breaks as the action happens. That way everything's fresh on my mind. So we just saw a great knockouts battle royal start out with like eight knockouts in the ring all at the same time. And very impressive match. Saw Havoc just a complete monster. I think she eliminated like four or five of the knockouts in the match. Uh, saw Brittany come out. I'm really liking Brittany. She reminds me a lot of a young Tara, the way she's just psychotic and everything. So, a lot of great action. I like Havoc, uh, her gas mask. I think that's a nice touch. And I like the little lights and the uh, air holes in there. Reminded me a little bit of Relic back in the day where he would come out with his mask and they had like little red lights in there flicker and everything. I think it was just a nice touch there, a little bit different. Uh, we also found out that Gil Kim will be in Flex Magazine upcoming this month. And uh, so at the end of the match, Havoc, she eliminated four or five knockouts. Uh, Angelina Lovett, she eliminated herself. She flew over the top rope. I think Rebel was holding the top rope down. And then it came down to, I believe it was Velvet Sky up against Havoc. And Havoc just threw outside. So Havoc was the winner of the Knockouts Battle Royale match. Sounds like there's a lot of great action tonight. We've got the world, uh, or world title match between Bobby Roode and Lashley, and also the next match in the series between the Hardys, the Wolves, and Team 3D. And right now, both the Hardys and Team 3D have one win apiece. Uh, so if they win the match tonight, they'll be the new tag team champions. And tonight, since the Hardys won the last match, tonight we'll be seeing a ladders match. That was their match of choice. So it sounds like a lot of great action tonight. And we just saw Chris Melendez come out to confront MVP and Kenny King. And yeah, M- uh, MVP came out. He started running his mouth. MVP, he's a great talker, but I don't know. His promos are starting to get a little bit boring. So I think he just needs to tweak them a little bit to make his promos a little bit more interesting. So they came out and started antagonizing Chris Melendez. Melendez came out, and this led to an impromptu match between Kenny King and Chris Melendez. And I have to say, I watched Chris Melendez his debut match last week and he looked fairly impressive i mean i remember zach gowan from years ago and really didn't care for his style he's kind of a high flyer and he'd just hobble around on his one leg seems like every single match he got his prosthetic leg knocked out and he's just hopping around flailing around i don't care for that type of match at all but chris melendez he was using power moves he took on djz he was really taking it to djz so i've been impressed with melinda so far so i just hope he keeps it up so so in the conclusion to the chris melendez kenny king match we saw chris melendez roll up kenny king for the one two three and yeah, kenny king just did not like that at all and uh he laid uh Chris Melendez out. Then he actually started trying to take off his prosthetic leg, and he said, yeah, you're just a cripple, and I'm going to expose you for the fraud that you are. Then, right when he started doing that, Ken Anderson, also another former veteran, came out to make the save on uh, on Chris Melendez. There. So, 
Yeah, confrontation between those two. I'm expecting we may see a tag team match, maybe between Anderson and Melendez up against Kenny King and MVP. So I forgot to mention that this is the big No Surrender, like live and free on Spike TV pay-per-view. One complaint that I have, I mean, you wouldn't even know this is supposed to be like a special event or big pay-per-view just by watching it on TV. I mean, they have the bumpers with the graphic and everything and whenever the wrestlers come out they have like the little star captain american star or whatever there but otherwise you would have no idea that this was supposed to be a big event so i mean they do have the the big championship matches the x division title match between homicide and samoa joe and also the world title match but otherwise you would have no clue that this was supposed to be a big deal so i mean they don't have to go out and buy pyro and all the other stuff but i mean maybe put up some banners i mean put up some banners over the rail in or something that says no surrender i remember they used to do that back in the impact zone back in the day they would just have like banners promoting the pay-per-view like turning point or something they'd have a big sign in the background so looks like they could do something really simple like that maybe hang a banner down from the balcony or something so that's my suggestion just to make these events feel a little bit more special so we just saw the conclusion to the match between the X Division title match between Homicide and Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe put the Kahina clutch on Homicide, and Homicide, he didn't even look like he tapped out, I mean, I guess the referees saw that he could not fight back, and, and is just over for Homicide, so Samoa Joe, he re- retains the X Division title, and then the Samoa Joe stood over Homicide, looked like he was going to help him up, have a show of respect, then James Storm... And Sonata, they came out, started an attack on those two stars. And then once they had the advantage, we see a new mysterious wrestler come out. We didn't know who it was. It's this guy, had this new outfit with a hood on, comes in the ring. And it turns out it's Manic. And I'm all in favor of a gimmick change for Manic. I mean, we've seen the video game character for so long, formerly Suicide. So really liking the new costume that Manic has kind of shows off his arms a little bit I'm sure it's got to be easier to wrestle in that I mean I'm sure that suicide outfit had to be so hot and everything so loving the new outfit I like the color scheme it's like this light blue uh, coloring on his outfit and it sort of matches what Sonata has on so I, I really like tag teams that have a unique color scheme or theme or something like that so Storm's new faction is going to be a force to be reckoned with, and uh, I'm assuming we're going to see Samoa Joe and Homicide tag team together, maybe to take on Sonata and Manic, I don't know. But after that match, we saw a backstage segment with Jeremy Borash and the Wolves, and the Wolves came out, I mean, typical promo, but they did stress the point that it is must win for the Wolves now. If they want to be considered to be one of the legendary tag teams they really need to win this series and retain their title and if they lose if either team 3d or the hardys win tonight then it's all over for the wolves yeah i just don't know about the wolves hand signal though they do like the little gun pointing thing and that just reminds me too much of the motor city machine guns and yeah, they haven't been in TNA for a long time. We saw Chris Saban in TNA last year, but we haven't seen Motor City Machine Guns as a team in TNA for a year. So 
I think that would be a great match if they were ever able to get Alex Shelley and Chris Saban back in TNA. I think that would be a phenomenal match between the Wolves and Motor City Machine Guns. And it's just kind of weird. I think Eddie Edwards, he looks a lot like Alex Shelley. I think they could have been separated at birth. So, upcoming, we got the Wolves taking on the Hardys and Team 3D. So, just saw a really amazing move by Jeff Hardy. Uh, both of the Wolves were holding each end of a ladder, and they're going to go use it against Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy climbs up on the top rope and does, uh, is like a somersault. I'm not sure if that's the whisper in the wind or the poetry in motion, but he did that flip, and he comes down on the ladder, and in the process, he takes out both Hardy, because it's like a really amazing move I've never seen before. So it's been a really crazy match so far. They now have three ladders in the ring, and they're just falling off of ladders, bodies flying through the air, wiping out everything else. So it'll be really interesting to see how this one turns out. It's Again, it's a must-win for the Wolves. Saw some really amazing moves I've never seen before. We saw a twist of fate by Matt Hardy off of a ladder. And then also Matt Hardy held a ladder up with the other end stuck between the turnbuckles and then had one of the Wolves on top of the ladder and then... Jeff Hardy came off the other top turnbuckle and did a splash. And it's just like a sickening sound, that ladder, the crack of the ladder when he came down on top. Team 3D, they set up a table on the outside. They had Davey Richards came off the top rope and did a double foot stomp on Jeff Hardy through the table. We also saw Team 3D. They were using a table, kind of like a pendulum. They were taking out both of the Hardys really insane move then we saw Eddie Edwards they had two ladders set up in the middle of the ring and Edwards climbed to the top Hardy was also climbing to the top and then Davey Richards came in and he just like pushed the ladder with Jeff Hardy on top of it and then it tipped over and Hardy just kind of came up a little bit and fell smack down right on top of the, the, the long side of the ladder it looked very painful so after that Eddie Edwards, he was successfully able to pull down the Tag Team Championship title belt. So the series is now tied even one win apiece for all three teams, and now the Wolves get to pick the next stipulation for the next match in the series. So we'll soon find out what that stipulation will be. So we just saw a match between Bram and Gunner. These are probably the most two intense guys currently in wrestling today. Very intense match. These two guys were just going at it. But in the end, I don't know why, but Samuel Shaw, he came out, he got involved, and yet again, he ends up costing Gunner a match. So, continuing friction between those two guys. It's kind of interesting in a promo earlier tonight, Gunner actually let Samuel Shaw know that Brittany was making eyes at him and was like, hey, yeah, you need to take her out. It might be good for you and everything. But Samuel Shaw, he just said, no, he's not into her, and he's got some other crush. He's hot on somebody else, so still unknown who that is. Hopefully we'll find out in an upcoming week. So we just saw a promo from Gail Kim and got her thoughts on Havoc becoming the new number one contender for the Knockouts Championship. And Gail Kim says she'll never back down from a challenge. Anyone that wants to shot, it, she'll take her on, so... I think this will be a good match. I remember back in 2007, maybe early 2008, Gil Kim took on Awesome Kong in a 
a historic number of matches between those two. They're just legendary matches there. So hopefully we'll see uh, maybe a repeat of those great matches between Gil Kim and Havoc. So in the World Heavyweight Championship match, we saw a really impressive effort by Bobby Roode. He actually put the Roode bomb on Lashley. I mean, Lashley is a big guy, so I mean, a lot of power uh, lifting him up over his head. Then, after the first Roode bomb, he did the second one and threw Lashley completely outside of the ring. Uh, At the start of the match, uh, MVP was out there, and he started getting involved, but the referee, he expelled MVP from ringside, keep it one-on-one between Bobby Reed and Lashley. Very action-packed, going back and forth through the entire match, but Rude, he ended up injuring his leg. He dodged a spear by Lashley, but he's still just hobbling around. Then Lashley hit Rude right smack in the middle with the spear, and then it was over after that. Lashley got the 1-2-3 to retain the TNA Heavyweight Championship. So overall, it was a great episode of Impact Wrestling tonight. i got to give a lot of credit to the New York City crowd. They were on fire all night, just chanting their heads off and cheering and just going nuts for all the action in the ring. So I believe this is the last event for now in New York City, and they should be returning to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania next week. So it'll be a little bit of a change in scenery, uh, but still should be great action. Last week's edition of Impact Wrestling on September 10th, 2014 had 1.049 million viewers in the United States. So another week above 1 million viewers, which is great news. Now it's time for This Week in Impact Wrestling History. So this week, 10 years ago, in the main event on Impact, AJ Styles defeated Alex Shelley. This week, 3 years ago, we saw Sting take on Ric Flair in the main event of Impact, and this was the loser career ends match. So this was the very last match for one of the competitors and Sting made Ric Flair tap out so this was Ric Flair's last wrestling match ever. This week two years ago Jeff Hardy defeated Bully Ray to become the number one contender for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. This week one year ago we saw no surrender at St. Louis, Missouri and we saw Bully Ray defeat Mr. Anderson in the last man standing match to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. We also saw AJ Styles defeat Magnus to win the Bound for Glory series in the final. AJ Styles went on to take on Bully Ray at Bound for Glory. Yeah, so not much news for this week. Uh, The Television contract negotiations apparently are still ongoing. There have been a number of networks mentioned as possible new homes for Impact Wrestling, such as the Discovery Velocity Channel, and WGN has also been mentioned among many other networks. There has been talk of a new show called Legends, and there's no word on actually what this show is going to be. It could be a recap show, 
or it may be a show featuring video from the video vault for TNA over TNA's history. So it sounds like that'll be an exciting show. No word if this will be a UK exclusive or if it will also air in the United States. Yeah, so that's all I have for this week. Remember to follow Podcast TNA on Twitter. Remember that Bound for Glory is coming up next month from Tokyo, Japan on October 12th. Also, check out the World Cup on pay-per-view or on TNA's YouTube channels. So I'll be back in a week.